Radio MD. RadioMD.com. The world's preeminent talk radio portal. All about your health. And now here's Melanie Cole, MS, host of Staying Well. If you have trouble breathing in, you may be one of more than 100 million Americans suffering from silent reflux, hoarseness, postnasal drip, sinusitis, and more. Coughs that don't respond to traditional treatments could signal silent reflux. My guest today is Dr. Jamie Kaufman, one of America's leading laryngologists and one of the world's authorities on reflux disease. Welcome to the show, Dr. Kaufman. Tell us just first, what is enigmatic chronic cough? What is that? Well, an, an enigma is a puzzle. And so in an, if you have an enigmatic chronic cough, it's, someone doesn't have a diagnosis and a treatment. They're not doing very well. They're going from doctor to doctor. And so that's what I meant by using the word enigma. And so a chronic cough is any cough more than eight weeks long. Okay, so if somebody has a chronic cough, they, they right away think lung issues, they think allergies or asthma. How do you find out that it's an airway reflux or a laryngeal, you know, pharyngeal reflux? Well, the first thing is your, 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 your discussion of whether you have trouble breathing in or out. Generally speaking, if you have trouble breathing out during exhalation, that's asthma. Trouble getting air out of the lung, that's asthma. But if you have trouble breathing in, uh, even make a crowing noise or have difficulty with exercise, uh, that's almost always reflux, silent reflux. In other words, if you have trouble breathing in, it's not asthma. Okay, then what? What is LPR? What do you do about it once you've decided that's what we have? I'd like to also make a suggestion. I, I came up with the term LPR or laryngopharyngeal reflux in the 80s to try to differentiate airway reflux or reflux into the throat from reflux just into the esophagus or the swallowing tube. The gastroenterologist came up with the term GERD or gastroesophageal reflux. I think we should now talk about esophageal reflux, which is heartburn and indigestion, and airway reflux. The answer is that airway reflux people, which is probably one-fifth of the nation, 20% of us, have hoarseness, a sensation of a lump in the throat, post-nasal drip, chronic throat clearing, sinus problems, breathing issues, swallowing problems, and the like. And, uh, for example, the post-nasal drip is a common manifestation of silent reflux. So reflux that goes up into the throat without heartburn is silent reflux, and if it's going into the throat, we call it airway reflux or LPR. And the difference in symptoms is significant. Uh, these people don't have heartburn, which which is really what most people think reflux is. Most people think reflux is heartburn. Heartburn is reflux, but it's not the case. So, so the then question is, what do you do? Yeah, what do you do? Well, the first is to recognize it. You know, the, the medical specialties have become very fragmented, and each specialty takes care of a little bit of a part of the tree. And the air digestive tract, the, the airway, or the breathing passages, and the digestive passages, they're actually all one connected system, and it functions together, and these different parts interact with each other. So what happens now is the lung doctor doesn't really look at the throat, the throat doctor doesn't really look at the esophagus, and so because of this, there is a huge hole in the ozone layer here that silent reflux or airway reflux is being underdiagnosed and undertreated. Matter of fact, if you take chronic throat clearing, 
the chronic cough patients and all the patients who have asthma that don't have asthma were indeed talking about more than 20% of the nation. Wow, that's a lot of people that are suffering with these symptoms. And what treatments, I mean, we see so many medications on the market, Dr. Kaufman, and antacids and reflux. I mean, this is a huge industry. But you recommend a few different types of things. Industry is the right term. These are all companies trying to maximize profit. Uh, One of the most interesting articles came out this year. It was a national study done in Denmark, and what it said is, the long-term use of the proton pump inhibitors, and those are the most powerful ones. That's the Prilosec, Nexium, Dexlin, and so on. The long-term use of PPIs is actually associated with an increased risk of developing esophageal cancer from reflux. So the answer is you can't take a pill and eat what you want. Reflux is not about taking purple pills. That ship has sailed. Instead, we've begun to understand a lot about diet and lifestyle. For example... Uh, Americans work later. They get home. Maybe they have to go to the gym and get exercise after work. Maybe they have child care responsibilities. So now it's 8.30, and they're hungry, and they're tired. So they eat a big meal. They lie on the sofa. Then they get up uh, to have dessert, uh, ice cream or cookies, and then back on the sofa again, and they reflux all night. And by the way, refluxing all night is how you get silent reflux. So the, the inflammation and the damage and the, uh, if you will, set up for the daytime symptoms occurs at night during sleep. And, of course, anyone who wakes up in the middle of the night coughing, uh, can't breathe during uh, the night, that's reflux, that's not asthma. If you wake up in the morning with hoarseness, um, that's reflux as well. So reflux of the backflow of stomach contents into the throat, into the lungs, into the sinuses, is very common, and it tends to get under underdiagnosed. So you want us not eating late at night. That right there is a big issue, right? We only have a couple of minutes, Dr. Kaufman. So what is Reflux Boot Camp, and what do you recommend as the best advice for people that have some of these symptoms we've been describing? You need to do a two-week detox, and this is how you'll figure it out, and then you can go have a discussion with your doctor. No eating or drinking within four hours of bed, nothing out of a bottle or a can except water, preferably alkaline water. Uh, the only fruit you can have is uh, melons and bananas, no, nothing acidic, uh, no energy drinks, nothing out of a bottle or a can, no alcohol, two weeks. And um, uh, then you have to eat clean, nothing fried, and it's chicken uh, or poultry and fish. All the vegetables are okay except no onion, garlic, tomatoes, peppers, and no condiments. Egg whites only, two-week diet. Wow, that is a people, reflux boot a big, camp. Yeah, well... Well, you'll see you'll see a big difference in two weeks if it's really reflux. Is this your definition, basically what you've just said with this diet, no alcohol, nothing out of a bottle or a can, none of the acidic fruits or vegetables, tomatoes, onions, garlic, any of those kinds of things, is this what you're considering aerodigestive medicine and sort of a complementary way to put yourself to see if it's reflux? And if you get better from all those symptoms, just doing that two-week clean plan. Well, I think it's more than that. Anyone who has reflux and recognizes they've been self-treating for years does need to see a doctor. The throat must be checked as well as the esophagus. You cannot assume everything's okay, even if you're feeling better. It needs to be checked. But that said, um, most of our diseases today, all the ones that are important from reflux and esophageal cancer and asthma and diabetes and so on, obesity, are all related to what we eat and when we eat it. 
uh, you know, there's a revolution occurring in this country now of people beginning to rethink what constitutes health and healthy eating. Wow, that's quite a statement, and, and I completely agree with you, Dr. Kaufman. So in just the very last minute, give people your best advice for reflux and keeping a healthy, really a healthy digestive system, and where can they find out more about you and your book, The Chronic Cough Enigma? Well, to, to summarize, I would say Americans now, 70% of our calories are processed food. Okay, processed food is bad. If you can't pronounce the chemicals that are listed, you're eating poison. That's reality. It's not so healthy. Soft drinks, all of them, unfortunately, are acidified too much. And so if you add those two things, no processed food, no, so, no, no soft drinks, and no night eating, no late night eating, uh, that'll solve a lot of problems for people. I can be found several ways. Dropping acid, the reflux site, cookbook, and cure. If you just Google dropping acid, you're going to find me. You won't find Timothy Leary or anything about drugs. Um, mm. And uh, the chronic cough enigma. They're both at Barnes and Nobles, all the stores, and on and online. And of course, finally, I'm at the Voice Institute of New York. If you do Voice Institute New York, you're going to find me as well. Thank you so much, Dr. Jamie Kaufman, the Voice Institute of New York, and the book Dropping Acid, The Chronic Cough Enigma, and cookbooks to go with it. This is a way that we can try a clean lifestyle, eating less late at night, and see if that solves some of the issues that you might be having. This is Melanie Cole. You're listening to Radio MD. Stay well.